Now transmitting the Mint Condition Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 269 <laughs> nice. of the Dish Podcast. I am Scott the Bot Savage along with... Ray Wade. And... Joe. And we got another quarantine. That was a, that was a confrontational Joe. That was a very confrontational Joe. Well, I mean, he's been locked in his, he's been locked in his house for all these weeks. He's getting restless. That's not true. Shit. They don't fucking know that. We can lie from last week. I'm about to be, but you know. Oh wait, are they? Are they? Are they? Are they not making letting you work? Uh, somebody is experiencing symptoms, so it's all shut down right now. Oh, that sucks. Cause they're they're are they gonna pay you? Like, yeah, they um, if you don't work, they're gonna use your time off. Um, and then. They also are like looking for people to work from home, so I just I mean, gotta wait and see how it all turns out. Theoretically, you could work from home if they, yeah. if, if you had if they gave you access to their system, yeah. Yeah, all well, the, other thing is the warehouse is like shut down, like nothing's coming in or out. Mm. Oh, I didn't think about the warehouse. Yeah, that's fucked up. Uh, and I know Wade, I know you're working from home now. How's that been working for you? slower than usual but we're making do yeah i'm uh still not working and still getting paid so i mean you could pretend you could pretend to write tickets you can practice yeah (laughs) but but i'm already perfect you can practice your spelling i don't have to spell oh you don't no the, the the license plate is right there and then all the things that they can get in trouble for are actually listed. So all I gotta do so is you just do a X mark. God damn it, you have yeah, an easy I'll ass have job. I'm right shit. You can get well, tight. The hard shit. part's peeling and putting like in the envelope and no, no, on the you car. don't do that anymore. It's virtual. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's like weird. Yeah. <laughs> there's no fun in it though. That means like you can't tear it off and then. Put it on their 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 whatever. Can, can I be real? Shield. Can I be honest? No. It's not that fun. You know why? Because nine times out of ten, that's when the fuckers see you, and when they see you, they they get fucking angry, and it's like they don't factor in the the idea that like maybe they did something wrong. It's like how dare you get me in trouble for doing this thing that I know damn well I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing, Wade? Yeah, I'm what adjust- are you doing? I'm adjusting the computer. Yeah, I was going to say, so you guys can't see this because it's still audio only, but uh, Wade, has he's trying to do Joe's laid-back style from last week. <laughs> really miserably. Uh, no, what, the, the problem, problem was... was sitting at a desk. 
the laptop stayed on my stomach, and my stomach just had a huge growl. So I'm like, I hope that didn't pick up. So I'm moving it so it's not on my stomach. I didn't hear a, lo- a, a loud growl, so I think you're lying. It was like, wow. I think you don't know what you're doing, and you're trying to <clears throat> trying to divert you it. You can't copy Big Daddy Cool like me, man. That's true. It's funny that you say Big Daddy Cool because as we promised today's subject in honor of WrestleMania season and what's possibly going to be one of the worst or <laughs> the best WrestleManias to date in WrestleMania 36, we're going to throw throw ourselves in our way back machine. We're going all the way back to 1995, the Dark Ages. I was five. The near death of the gonna, business. And we're going to talk about WrestleMania 11. From Hartford, Connecticut. Holy shit. Okay. We discussed this off air. (laughs) This show is a victim of two things. Two main things. One, audio issues. And two, a a huge lack of interest. I mean, I gotta, like, like, okay, so even if you put yourself in the mindset of 1995, if you go back, None of this shit mattered except, like, the last two matches. The only upside we got, I'll say this, the only bright spot to me of the show to where I was like, hey, that was really fucking cool, was when we when Owen introduces Yokozuna as his partner. That and the That's, main event. To me, that was, like, the more most history. And it wasn't even that great of a match. I mean, it, it, was, it was kind of a squash. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The match wasn't great. It was. It's just the moment... And and really, it's fueled totally by nostalgia. Yeah, uh, with Owen introducing Yoko and then leading into that tag team, and then Owen winning his first title. I'm sorry, I zoned out. Did we just totally go through the whole card until that that match? Yeah, you we you know we didn't need you anymore. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, it's only been like two minutes and we're already at the Yoko match. Well, no, it's it's it, Scott was talking about the highlights of the of, of WrestleMania. Yeah, I was saying uh, everything, everything else is just kind of bleh. Like Salt the and Peppa absolute, played. Like, like it was the absolute only like one hundred percent good, cool, interesting moment. Even if you already even in hindsight, because like okay, you have the Sean Diesel match, which is like We'll get into those. Interesting. There's a, there's a better version of it. But, like, in hindsight, it do, it's not that memorable. And you got the LT Bigelow match, which, again, at the time, interesting. But in hindsight, what did it really accomplish? I mean, I mean it's it's better than uh, Kevin Federline. It's the best, like... Better than Flowrider. It's arguably one of the best, like, uh, hey, celebrity matches. Victory. All right, so let's 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 get into this shit show. Uh, so yeah, so WrestleMania 11 was uh, live in the Hartford Civic Center in Hartford, Connecticut, April 2nd, 1995, with a total attendance, according to Wikipedia, of 16,305, which I that's, can't. That's not I can't that great. imagine sell out, but it's still pretty good for 1995. I mean, it did sell out. It's still that not much. good though. No, it's not. No, no, no. But you got to remember, 1995 was the fucking Dark Ages. So this is actually a pretty decent... It didn't sell out because there was a blimp in there. They had to fit a blimp in there. 
Um, for that one camera shot. Actually, no, no. <laughs> they never used. You know, this was almost a sellout. They were two, uh, less than 200 tickets shy of a sellout. The maximum yeah. capacity for concerts is 16. So I mean, they, they, they moved it to a smaller building to accommodate. Well, yeah, but also remember, WrestleMania 7 was in a, was in a smaller building. Uh, well, WrestleMania 8 wasn't. WrestleMania 10 was in Madison Square Garden, which is a larger arena than this, but still. It's, 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 it's rather small for WrestleMania. Still. Yeah, but again, busy. the Dark Ages. They were too busy paying all the celebrities to be there. That is also true. I'm just saying, Joe, the Dark Ages. You have to watch this with I, a I know. optimism. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, April, like I said, April 2nd, 1995, which I wish it was the day before because what an April Fool's joke this show would have been. Am I right? Uh, Am I right? It started with like the classic WrestleMania recap. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's... And then it's like... And the, my favorite thing about this is, so they're going through WrestleManias one through ten, but like I think there's only two wrestlers. I was about to game. say that. There's like it's like all the celebrities, and then like the only and the only well, reason that, the only reason that Andre the Giant and Roddy Piper are in it is because at WrestleMania four, Roddy Piper <laughs> um, Andre choked Bob Uecker, which is still one of my favorite things. Bob Uecker's face getting choked by Andre is fantastic. Uh, and the legendary sellers. Five was Roddy Piper and Morton Downey Jr. So, and it was Roddy hitting him with the or squirting the fire extinguisher at him, you know, <clears> like this. Well, there was no Ozzy. No. Well, the thing is, all your big time moments, those guys were gone. Like Hogan was gone, Savage was gone, Steamboat was gone, uh, even Ric Flair was gone again. So, like, who do you have, like, with a major WrestleMania mo- Are you going to show King Kong Bundy? Well, they could. Or well, no, you Hogan at WrestleMania 2. You can't show Hogan. Right. But you can still show some wrestling. Like I said, like, like Wade was saying, if you're going to do celebrities, why not have Ozzy yelling in a salmon jacket going, Prince Bulldogs, Baba! You know? Dynamite yeah. Kid wasn't there, so they weren't going to show him. Oh, WrestleMania three! You could have, you could j- just show uh, instead of showing Hogan, Andre, or Savage Steamboat, just show King Kong Bundy beating up the little guys. Yeah, there you go. We did it. Or how about how about Shiki Baby and Nikolai winning the tag team titles? <laughs> or uh, Roddy and uh, Brickhouse Brown. Brickhouse Brown. Isn't that who he? Didn't he face? Bad news, Brown. Bad news. Sorry about that. Brown. Wrong, wrong Brown. Sorry. Oh, shit. Yeah, and that's the one where, if I remember correctly, wait. No, WrestleMania, I think WrestleMania 5, 5 or 6 is where he wrestled him. No, WrestleMania 3 is when he wrestled Adrian Adonis. You, you could have done uh, Brett and Roddy. They do reference it, don't they? They do reference it, yeah. Um, yeah, just, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I, because if you, well, hell, WrestleMania one, you could do King Kong Bundy beating SD Jones in nine seconds. They that, represent. that too. Yeah, uh, that would have been the whole recap. But SD Jones was he in WCW at that time? I think he might have been dead. <sighs> might have. He was just a jobber anyway, so it's not like he fucking mattered. No disrespect, dude. I, I, 
I got all the respect in the world for S.D. Jones. I'm just saying. Special delivery. Also, I didn't realize how many WrestleManias King Kong Bundy was until right now. Because <laughs> he was in at least four of them. Because I know he was in one, two, three. Count ends here. Um, I don't know if he was in WrestleMania 4 or 5, but... At any rate, WrestleMania 11. So we get the show started with one of the greatest matches in the history of our great sport as one Anthony... Uh, what? Fuck it. I don't know why I said Anthony. Tony Schiavone would say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm fucking up. I'm drunk and I'm not even drunk. Uh, it was the Blue Brothers taking on the allied powers of British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith, and the Narcissist America package, Lex Luger. I'll say this. Uh, I think it's the first WrestleMania with like a, a pseudo Titantron. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's the L-shaped uh, entry, entryway. Yeah, like, this is the first time they're using this, really? So, interesting. One thing I want to talk about about this show, what was up, they did it in this match, and then they, at the end of this match, I think they did it at the beginning, too, and then they, but they did it later in the Brett match, but it's really just something I want to knock out, of, out, knock out first. What was, was like, up, all the people around the, the ring? What was up with the ramp pyro... When wrestlers were in the ring. This is a show that was all full of mess ups. I don't I don't know what that was all about. But I just timed Pyro the entire time. Yeah, but that was even worse, because not only was it weirdly timed, it was also weirdly positioned. Also, I I, I thought we were gonna say the most weird thing to me was how the tag teams were in different corners than they usually are. Um that doesn't really. That never. That's not something I notice. I don't know why they decided that because they've never really done it that way often. I don't know about all. Whether on the lower left and the upper right. There had to be some sort of like weird logistical reason that they're just like, oh, don't worry, nobody will know. They just want to make the match interesting. So like, oh, they did a thing. Yeah. But well, um, before before we get to the match, we gotta well, say that. Failed. The Ally Powers theme fucking slaps. Yeah, I was about to say. It, at first, I thought to myself, well, I, like, I was like, oh, shit, this is one of the worst mashups. And then I really listened to it. I was like, no, this is really good. So they take, they basically use Luger's theme at the time. You know that, which is actually yeah. fucking great. But then they're like, okay, we're going to take British Bulldogs uh, theme and then we're going to make it match that tempo. And, like, the way they fade them. And this, I'm going to say, I think the Allied Powers theme is the nucleus of every mashup theme WWE has ever done. Once they did the Allied Powers and it fucking ruled ass, they're like, we can all, we can do this again. And they couldn't. Can well, you do one mashup theme better than the Allied Powers? I it's can't. Not, it's not better, but Jarrah Show. No, Jarrah Show sucked. No, Showbiz. Showbiz sucks. That was a mashup in the sense of they literally just took the two songs. This was like, we're going to take both songs and actually... Because that's the thing. They actually dare into it. I got it, Scott. Corporate Ministry. Okay, okay. I'll give it to you. Corporate Ministry is pretty good. Corporate Ministry is pretty good. And also, I'm going to say it. Until until the, the, the dueling power slams, I actually really like the look... And the idea of the Allied Powers, like on paper, 
this could have been an interesting tag team because you got two body guys who focus on two different styles. So you already know they got so they already got the look. You know, you got Davy Boy who does does the power, but he's like the quicker of the two. You've got Luger who, you know, also does power moves because he's muscular, but he's kind of like not good. <laughs> no, but, no but like he's like he he's basically the guy and yes he's the guy that davy boy has to overcompensate for but like he works and look wise i like how they come out with like the similar robes but yeah. one's british one's america they got the similar tights but one's the union jack the other's the stars and stripes like i like the look and i like the idea of the ally powers and everything was fine everything was okay until that double power slam yeah. And the Blue Brothers, as if as if you know us, Wade, and I know you know me, and I know I know you, uh, the Blue, Blue Brothers, a.k.a. the Harris Twins, holy shit, they fucking suck. They were like, let's try doing the Godwins, but... No, you know what this was? No. Shit? This was, this was um... Like, it was shit. It was a TV match from, like, Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling from 1985. That's essentially what this match was. They must have called the Brown Brothers because, ooh, shit. Is that why your last name? Is that why that's your name, Wade? No, mine is Brickhouse Brown. (laughs) Brickhouse Brown. Uh, That's what their names are. Uh, Also, uh, they have was it Zebekiah, whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah, Dutch Mantel. Yeah. Which is the only one. Which is funny because they managed to tie this gimmick into his later gimmick as Zeb Coulter, which I think is like... I, I some reason, Vince McMahon only thinks of him is like Zebekiah. Stop putting your computer away. I'm just saying, I don't know if he gets shit for continuity, but like com- this and CM Punk feuding with Randy Orton going into WrestleMania 27 over something that happened two years prior... When WWE decides to use that continuity is a good thing, it's magic. But um, yeah, it was a decent match, um, except for that power slam. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a anything lot special. It, it was just a TV match. It wasn't even a TV match. It felt like a house show match. Well, at that time, it would have been a house show match. But I'm thinking mid '80s. Like it's gonna be a mid '80s NWA TV match. And, like, I liked the stuff that they did. I liked how... I thought it was interesting that, like, the twin magic stuff that the Blue Brothers would do wasn't the finish or didn't lead to the finish, which I thought was actually interesting because usually when they do that, it usually means, okay, one of them is going to get the ro- do a roll-up or hit one move and pin them, or someone's going to see through it and then pin the fresh guy, which makes the fresh guy look kind of shitty because it's like, well, he hasn't wrestled this whole match, and now he's gotten beat in one move. What the fuck? Um, also, I am thoroughly convinced. I told Caitlin this when we watched it together. I'm thoroughly convinced that the only reason that the Harris twins ever re- always wrestle with a shirt on is because one of them has a more distinct tattoo on their upper body that would completely ruin the twin magic. Because their, their arm tattoos look similar enough to where you wouldn't really notice them. But I think either on or, their or their back. A- or it's like a neo-Nazi tattoo. It could be both. Maybe they have different neo-Nazi tattoos, and that's how you know. They're but just from neo-Nazi groups. And the thing is, I won't. I wouldn't be surprised because Ludwig Ludwig Borga had an SS tattoo on his leg, and WWE still hired him. So it was a different time. It was the same time. 
It was, it was literally the same time, Joseph. <laughs> Different times, also, Scott. Also, even if he was a Nazi, uh, Ludwig Borga killed himself, so... I don't know what to do from there. Final solution. Let's move on to the next match. I don't know. We, we oh, have to talk oh, about anyway, the Allied Powers pick up the win. We kind of talk about the uh, the the pro the little uh, vignette before that. It's the theme where John Totoro has no audio. Wrong Totoro. Oh, yeah. What was it? It's Nick Totoro. Nick Totoro. Sorry. And my notes are wrong. John Totoro. Wrong Totoro, Wade. Very wrong Totoro. And my PD Blue. In fact, in fact, that should be the name of this episode: the wrong Totoro, uh, wrong Brown, and the wrong Totoro. <laughs> so Nick Totoro is like has the audio, and he's with uh, Scott's the corp- mixed up next. The Million Dollar Corporation and Jenny McCarthy, and then Vince and like Jerry are like, uh, let's just kill time and talk about uh, shitting on football or something, and then filming the crowd. Yeah, and look at these people. Just look <laughs> at these people. You know, all I could think of when they were doing that shot. Was that one internet dude was like, would you just look at it? Just look at it. This is the kind of crowd that you look at and just say, would you look at this? <laughs> but don't worry, they fix it. Because then uh, they do like the, the next match is the IC title. Jeff Jarrett and the roadie come out and they do a backstage segment with one, two, three kid. And you could somehow, you could somewhat hear the audio now. It's well, just the mic's not on. His, they his just, they turn it up eventually. Yeah. His was the best example of someone who managed to, like... Because I guess his promo, like, inadvertently worked with the audio issues. So, like, you got his most promo. of it. You got most of it. It was the, hey, it was the best one, two, three kid promo I ever heard. And after the promo, he tore his asshole. <laughs> but, um... I was the, the only thing that disappointed me about J- Double J Rody's entrance was the fact that this was this still predates with my baby tonight, and I was so upset that that wasn't his theme song because Caitlin and I are obsessed with it. Like if is I this, put it on, like she's like, "Don't turn it off." Is this the last Razor Ramon match of WrestleMania? Yeah. Because he wasn't in twelve, Diesel was in twelve, but I don't think Razor was. Yeah, I think Razor. I think he had. He yes, because the curtain left. call. Because the curtain call. Yeah, he had left, and then yeah, Ash was going to leave like a couple months later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Nash. Because Nash wrestles, uh, Nash wrestles Undertaker, where he's the shit. I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah. And he and you can tell like because he just doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so... <clears throat> so, Which is fucked up, because that's actually one of his better matches. Yeah. Uh, the well, match... He was getting better. <laughs> well, yeah, but he still didn't give a fuck. That's the thing. It's like, even when he doesn't give a fuck, he can occasionally pull off a decent match. Yeah, I mean... There's the Brett match as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Oh, and the next... Not this court. one, but the next Shawn Michaels match. All right, so Intercontinental, ti- Intercontinental title match. Razor Ramon against Jeff Ooh. Jarrett. This um, match started with fire and then just cool, just slowly just cooled off immediately. This, okay, this is a case of a match that went maybe like three minutes too long. And had a shitty finish. And the shitty finish. Because you got, actually got a decent match. There's a lot of back and forth. The main story is... Razor has to beat Jeff. Jeff doesn't have to beat Razor. 
Razor yeah. has to beat Jeff, pin him in the ring, make him submit to win. So Jarrett, he's trying to take, he's taking all the shortcuts. He even tries to leave, but one, two, three, kid keeps stopping him. Like, I'm going to kick you in the face if you do. I'm going to kick you in the face if you try to leave. Hey, don't make fun of one, two, three, kid. Like, no, I'm not, but that's, that's when what he does he did. do the kicks, like, they're, they're on point. Also, that's the outfit. What he, did. he comes out in that bitchin' karate gi. Yeah. And he's like, that's just what happens. Every time Jeff goes for the ramp, he just goes up there in his fighting pose, like, I'm going to kick you in the face. I'm not making fun. I got all the, I love one, two, even when I was a kid, I was a big one, two, three kid fan. I, in fact, here's the interesting part. I didn't know he was X-Pac when I started watching WWE more than uh, WCW towards the later, uh, like, 98, 99. And I was like, man, this guy's really cool. I like him. And then I found out he was one, two, three kids. Like, oh, I always liked this guy. I don't think I've ever liked X-Pac. Oh, he's the same guy as Six-Pac? Oh, I didn't like him. I, I didn't even. I honestly, I, when when I saw him as Xbox, I forgot he was six. Wait, one, two, three, kid. It looks just like Thunder Kid and Cannonball Kid, kid, and Kamikaze Kid. Wasn't he and, in a porno? And the kid. What was he in? Uh, he was in TNA, right? It's just Sean yeah. Waltman. Yeah. Okay. He was in TNA a couple times. Just a Sean Waltman, okay. Yeah, basically ECW is like the only major promotion he hasn't he hadn't wrestled in at that time. How about CCW? No, I said major. Oh, not garbage. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I like CCW. I don't. Um, he don't even like Chikara, and I know this because I got uh-huh. this team with Marty Jannetty. Oh, also, uh, I put in my notes, but I think we mentioned it before, like. Uh, the photographers outside is for yeah they were getting crazy like oh my god this match was great because like they're going okay so they're going for the so jared and roadie are already in the ring which is weird because jared's the champion so shouldn't he go in last but i get what they're doing so uh razor and kid they're trying to do a, a, a fast start on jared but like the photographers are in the way so they've got to like basically part the red sea of photographers they can get in get the, get the fast art in once they clear house so so um razor they had the little platform that shoots the pyro out so he didn't really get to do his entrance so after he clears house he just like looks around and i guess like fuck it starts doing his pose uh, yeah. pyro <laughs> shoots during the match i was like oh yeah. my god how did you know what the, what well, the, no, the match hadn't started yet but the thing they is, bring the bell and they hold the belt up like after the pyro. But what I'm but what I'm saying is, I'm just surprised, like, because like if you did that spot now, like the guy would be like grabbing Jarrett as the pyro was going. He'd be grabbing Jarrett and trying to shove his face into the pyro. But that- I, I thought I like that. I thought that was a nice touch. Uh, but, you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of you know back and forth. A lot of you know Jarrett cheating with the help of the roadie. Um, oh, at one point in the match, Jerry or um, Razor grabs the roadie and just rams his head into the the top turnbuckle. It lets out the most ungodly like me- metallic ringing sound you've ever fucking heard. I'm surprised he didn't get brain damage after that. It did. He started getting dreadlocks. Oh, he already had dreadlocks. Yeah, so. yeah. I was gonna say <clears> he, already <throat> he already had that. Well, no, because then he cut him off to be the real Double J. Then he grew him back. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, me and the history of Road Dog's hair. A also, <clears throat> so Jarek gets a bloody nose at the end of this? Yeah, yeah. He yeah, there's the brawl at the end. Yeah, it looked, like, it looked like he was having a stroke. Slap not. That's right at it. But yeah, so Jared, so Jared ends up getting the win. And one of okay, one of my favorite things about this show is how they have Jim Ross out there to do like post-match interviews. And like they never work out. Like Jeff Jarrett is like the only one because he won. Jeff Jarrett's like the only one where it actually like works. Like the best one is at the end of the first match. Yeah. When, when he's interviewing Ze- uh, Zebakaya and like he's like ah yeah blah, 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 blah. they picked the wrong man blah, blah, blah. like you cannot understand what the fuck he's saying but it's so good it's also <laughs> also uh uh how do you guys feel about the WrestleMania logo like in general or like the eleven logo no, the eleven logo I like it I hate it. It's one of the few things I like about this show. I hate it because it's like, if you look at every other WrestleMania logo, I feel like this one's like, it doesn't pop because it's like dark purple with black, but there's no outline around the letters. It's just black. Here's the thing. This one, I think, would have looked, would have worked better for WrestleMania 12 with Undertaker being in the main event. Yeah. It wasn't in the main event. Oh, no, that's right. That's right. That's right. No, what was the one where he main evented? 13. 13. It was on fire. Sorry. 13. It would have worked better. 13 has on, it was on fire, so... Yeah. And it's also the... I believe the first one where they didn't use a Roman numeral. It was just the number 13. Yeah. And then 14 was just a block. Well, no, but it also had the, the Roman numeral for 14. Yeah, but it was also like a weird red... Cube? It was a cube. It wasn't a block. It was yeah. like a cube. Uh... But anyway, uh, we're finally back to Nick Totoro and yeah. uh, Danny and Kama. I don't know what the fuck they were talking about. And it's I, the same exact segment. They didn't, I they, they didn't I change a single thing to make it feel like yeah. it was a, a completely different moment. Uh, well, Vince cackles a lot, but then Shawn Michaels and Sid show up. That's the yeah. difference. And then Sid's like, Nightmare! 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 <laughs> Like, what? Uh, He's and then, and then my ne- the next match, my brother comes out with a million-dollar corporation. <laughs> For those unaware, Wade's brother looks like King Kong Bundy with hair. <laughs> He's even got the fucking, like, like bag... Or not the bags, but, like, the, uh, the, like, the darkness under the eyes. Too. Yeah. Are you sure your brother isn't King Kong Bundy? Like, ben- King Kong Bundy didn't die. He just... It's just your brother gave up the double life. King Kong Brownie. Uh, and oh, oh yeah, <clears throat> uh, Ted DiBiase has my least favorite urn, the giant vertical well, urn. He might have a terrible urn, but, but it also has a light shooting out of it. <laughs> it's true, light does shoot out of it. That, that is a plus. Here, okay, here's one thing I noticed though with the big urn. Do you notice everyone kept dropping it and the lid kept falling off? Yes. Yeah. Like you would think, you would think they would like secure the lid at least, so if someone dropped it, the lid would pop off. Why couldn't they make it like a twist lid? You well, know, I think eventually, I think with the big urn, I think they eventually put handles on it, so people could hold it better. Well, don't they melt it? 
Yeah, but remember, the big earn comes back when the Undertaker, uh, they have the Undertaker v. Undertaker match at uh, SummerSlam. Because remember, it's the one with the bit, the big one with the light that shoots out, and that's what summons the Undertaker. Yeah, it's the same earn as this. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So Undertaker versus King Kong Bundy, uh, that happened. It's step up from. Giant Gonzalez, the previous WrestleMania appearance of Undertaker. Hey, you know what was yeah. great? I, you know what I, 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 I laughed my ass off for? Because it was just so fucking random. So you got, so Jerry Lawler's on commentary. He's like, you see these two men? This is, what's great about yes. this, this isn't their first WrestleMania, but it is for that referee. Yes. <laughs> very, young. Referee, very young. Who I'm like, who the fuck is this? Why did they do it? Like, he, the thing is, his tone was great. His tone was like, <laughs> yeah, big fight atmosphere to it. The referee, all the atmosphere just dissipated. Every, yeah. All the atmosphere was gone. He's That's a, how I feel about a lot of Jerry Lawler. Apparently, stuff. he's a baseball umpire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did it all right. or something that year. But it's the first appearance of that referee. <laughs> probably the only. You know what would have been great, though? What if he fucked up the finish and we never got the streak? Oof. Could you imagine? Well, like, you were planning the streak, but, like, I gotta imagine, like, what? I mean, Undertaker would have still been fine, but, like, goddamn, that dude fucked up the finish and Bundy won. Uh, so this match was basically a classic. Undertaker is, it's hard to have Undertaker work with the giant people. Yeah, it's not only that, it's also you're dealing with the fucking urn all the time. Yeah, yeah. And it's such an annoying, like, it's not like other urn matches where it's like, it's a thing, but it's not like the, the thing. whole thing. Yeah, like, it's basically like you already have a match that on, pa- that on paper sounds good because, you you know, you, you it's two giants colliding sounds cool, but when you actually see it, it's not all that interesting. I mean, it was still a competent match. I don't think yeah, they... Yeah, King Kong Bundy, out of most of the big men that Undertaker's wrestled, is probably the better of them all. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, mean, obviously... Not, obviously, none beat Kane, you know. Um, yeah. But, like, yeah, could you go Kane, Kevin Nash... And then King Kong Bundy, and then like anybody else is or like Henry. a horrible match. Yeah, and the thing is, like you've got the you've got a match that it, that that really can't get into a go get into full gear, as my shirt would say. But you also have the fact where it's like it's taking a backseat to the storyline about the urn, and like everyone's trying to get to the urn, and like I'm just saying when you're like taking when you're taking the camera away from the match. To show the goings on with the urn, we have a problem. The match should be more important than the outside. When the outside is more important than what's going on in the ring, we have a problem. And this is WrestleMania. This is your biggest show. You want to do this at a regular ass pay per view or a Raw or whatever, that's fine. But when you're doing this shit at your biggest pay per view of the year, you got a fucking problem with your match. Uh, I think they well, knew what it what it was gonna be. They're like, we need to put, we need we need some Gaga over here, and then they're like, fuck. I guess we, the Gaga is more interesting than the match. And, and this is also like every time I think about comma like in past, I'm like, why didn't that work? And then I see this match. Yeah. I see the million dollar corporation. I go, 
That's why Kama does Oh, and then JR does the, what are you going to do with it? I'm going to mount it. <laughs> I, don't like, like, this is mine. I don't know what you're talking about. This is mine. I'm melting it down, making a necklace. You know what would have been great, though? What would have made the Kama gimmick better is if he shaved off those rectangles on the sides of Fuck his Fuck no. Fuck no. Wade likes the rectangles. Wade, you pro-rectangle? Yeah, pro- some pro-rectangles. Pro-rectangles. Let it be known that Suede, Wade, and Joe are mm-hmm. pro rectangle. And this is the only WrestleMania, I think, uh, we're not kind of Giant Gonzalez, that he doesn't beat the opponent with a, either the Hell's Gate, Tombstone, or Chokeslam. Uh, he beat Triple H with the last ride. Okay, without the last ride. I forgot the last ride. I meant, I meant the the iconic Undertaker, not American this Badass. Was first yeah. WrestleMania. Because he won by disqualification against Gonzalez, so no shit. Yeah. But like, yeah. Well, um, the previous ones he had did the did the tombstone. Well, I think what happened was I think they had a I think they basically planned it like, okay, I'm gonna try and pick you up for the tombstone. If I can't get you for the tombstone, I'm just gonna slam you up. We're gonna do the clothesline and pin because he does the tombstone pin. Yeah. And that's what I think happened. Yeah. I think it was basically like when he well, did he, the body slam, he tried for a tombstone, but when he realized this ain't happening, he just no, slammed. I don't think that's I don't think that's. I don't think that's what it is, because King Kong Bundy, it was a big thing to slam him. Period. It was, but it was also so, Undertaker. I'm, that's pretty, what I'm just saying, A, I don't think anybody thought the tombstone was going to happen. B, the fact that he picks him up and slams him is probably impressive enough. Yeah. It's like slamming Andre. Well, and the and it's a cool flying clothesline. I, and I and I will say also being in the power because I have the power of hindsight I do recall him tombstoning Vader so like I I'm think I'm watching this thinking well why didn't he just tombstone him I know he could tombstone Vader but you know I maintain my theory he was it was supposed to be tombstone if he could do it but body slam if he couldn't and then clothesline that's what I think my theory is King Kong Bundy wasn't comfortable taking it. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's a huge. Also has he also has no neck, so. <laughs> Wait, he has no neck to talk. Though this match does have one iconic thing about it. He does the eye roll with the thundering lightning, the lightning, uh, the thunder yeah. effect, yeah. which is used in all kinds of packages yeah. even till now. So yeah, there is a plus. I think that was the first time he did the eye roll too. Yeah, and also I don't I think believe- it's the first time he did the eye roll. I think it's um. Oh, no, he was doing the eye roll way before this. Yeah, he had to be doing it early on. But uh, uh, if I remember correctly, I because like, they still... used the WrestleMania 11, like, logo or, like, at least, like, the ambience of, you know, like, the purple and everything for his uh, his name card that he uses now. You know what it pops up with the purple, <clears throat> with the Undertaker? Also, Every time I, I see it, I think WrestleMania 11. Also, I want to say my favorite Undertaker is the, the purple glove. Undertaker. Oh, I love the purple gloves. <clears throat> like, the gray gloves, not so much, because he still had that weird, like, kind of afro thing going on. He had but the red, when, red, really red hair. Yeah, when he had the purple gloves, even when he had the fucking face mask with the purple gloves. Yeah. Oh, the click. face mask with the purple gloves is great. Yeah. I think, here's the thing. I, I could have lived without the teardrop. I think, I think the, the, the mask was cool, but, like, I prefer him without it. Uh, Same, but I still think it's cool. Yeah. Oh, and then after this match, we get Sherlock Totoro. He's such a sleuth. 
Shrek Totoro. And then all of a sudden, a wild Mungo appears. Yeah. Because the they're interviewing the All-Star team, who are basically like Lawrence Taylor's lumberjacks. Okay, so I'm going to sum up their promo in three words. We're right here. You can find me. We're right here. Yeah, except who was the, the who, Indian store? What's yeah, I was about to say, who was the, who was the cigar store Indian racist? Uh, he was the only white guy there. Uh, that was... um. I know it wasn't Kevin Green. Spielman, I think? He was on the Lions. I mean, he was the only good player at the time. Even Spielman. Besides, besides um, Barry Sanders. Because I couldn't remember. I've heard... I don't know if... Because I don't even know if he was playing at this point. Or he probably was. But, like, I know Kevin Green always ex- ex- wanted to be a wrestler. And WCW eventually got him and Mongo, who was there. But, yeah. like, I can't remember they if they tried to get him for this. This is the first... This is the first and only appearance in WrestleMania of Mongo. Yeah. Stukin, hey, hey, he can say he he was he performed, they didn't wrestle, but he performed at WrestleMania and Starcade. Sorry, Boko, you better stay in the back because what you want to find us, we're right here. I would say probably his charism. I was Super Bowl. I was gonna say, like, I think this is as charismatic as he ever was. I mean did you see who he was standing with? Well, yeah. Kind of hard. But then you put on the commentary of Bobby Heenan. It's, yeah, I mean, I'm obviously. He's, he's with a chihuahua. <clears throat> oh, yeah, of course. Pepe. Pepe. Pepe's yeah. the best thing about Mongo. I'm, I'm going to be real. I think, if got him over. I think if it wasn't for WrestleMania 11, I don't think Mongo would have wanted to, would have, like, gone to WCW. 100% but, correct. But this weird whole, like, Segment does lead into my favorite segment, celebrity wise. Yeah, Bob Backlund. Jonathan oh, with Justin, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh my God, it's like OK Boomer the short. <laughs> yes, he's definitely also understand. Uh, you know, do you even know what the president is? The forty-second president is, or thirty-second, thirty. I don't know. Thirty-four. Like I just, I just loved it because it basically sums. It just basically sums up boomers. It's like, it's like. Do you know blah 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 blah? And then when you know the answer, they're like, "Oh, what? you think you know everything?" It's like this is the problem of society. Yeah, it's like they, it's like they don't want, they want you to know things, but when you know them, they're mad that you know them. We just gotta sum up. Well, Bob Backlund is a terrible chess player yeah. because Wade, Wade, Mister, Back- okay, Mister Backlund is a terrible chess player because if you notice, each player have taken three chess pieces. And then Jonathan Taylor Thomas is like, check Edmate, Mr. Backlund. And you remember, like, it took three pieces for him to outsmart bot Mr. Backlund? Well, you don't take a piece each round, Wade. It, it, that's not how it works. I, no, I know, I know, but, it's like... probably... There's a whole bunch of other moves in between. I know, but, like, this kid outsmarted Mr. Backlund, and, like... It's not moves, but he took three pawns, or whatever. I think that's part of the joke, Wade. <clears throat> I understand this, Joe. I don't understand your kids. I fucking love... Like, I'm sorry, but, like, I know some people to this day still don't really like the whole Mr. Backlund gimmick from this time. It's probably because they put the world title on him. I like this gimmick. I, I always had a soft spot for this gimmick. I, I loved it. And I, the honestly, gimmick's great. I think, I think if we could get a wrestler to do it now in WWE or AEW... I think it would work even better now with the whole boomer millennial feud. 
That's the real feud. That's the real WrestleMania feud. Um, you need to get the ultimate millennial, the ultimate boomer, and have him go one on one. Scott wants that Survivor Series match. Book it. Yeah. <clears throat> Winner well, take all. That leads to the tag team match, tag team title match. The aforementioned uh, Owen Hart <clears throat> tag team title match. He comes out, and everyone's like, "Who's his partner going to be? Who's it going to be?" And he announces, and the thing is, like, you should know who it is as soon as he says the the one man who got to do what I always wanted to do, and that beat my brother. I love, I love how his choice was based on who beat his brother. Yes, it turned out to be a great choice, so you can't fault it. I love Owen. Owen was so great. It's Yoko. It's like Yoko Zoda, and then Jerry's like, I knew it. Well, no, he well, no, he alludes to it. He's like, it's going to be a big surprise. I'm like, Jerry. And then Fuji, he's with Fuji and Cornette. Yes. Yeah, this is a right... It's the first it's, appearance of Cornette. It's the, it's the first uh, Camp Cornette, like, rumblings. Yeah. Yeah, because not long after this, Bulldog joins. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and this was... This was um, what was I going to say? I don't know. What were you going to say? I don't, man? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> were you going to um, say? Okay. Oh, now I remember. The only thing that bothered me about it was like, he's still, you know how like they were doing that thing with like the sliding door with like their neon little symbols for whatever wrestler? They, he's, they, he still used Owens. And I was like, really? You couldn't have used some kind of kanji or just like size. You knew he was going to be there. And it's not like he was a, a debuting wrestler. He was a returning wrestler. Well, in this match, we did learn that Billy Gunn was the talker of the smoking guns. Oh, yeah. Because Bart was awful. He's like, uh, yo, Kasuna, uh, you know, uh, we're going <laughs> to... Wait, let me you for you, Bart. His pro- Bart Gunn was so bad, I forgot they had a promo. Yeah, they did. They're like, how do you feel about the surprise? And Billy Gunn's like, we'll still handle it. We'll be fine. Like, okay, I am one of those people that does feel like the Brawl for All ruined Bart Gunn's career. But, no. like, no, 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 it, no. It ruined his career totally because it made him unbookable in in, the, in America. He had to go to Japan to continue his wrestling career. But, what, but here's the thing. He would have been found out eventually. You know what I mean? He wouldn't – he would have gone – I think – I'm just saying, he didn't need the Brawl for All. He really didn't. Like, I think he could have been a sh- – not a strong, but, like, I think with the European title being what it was, I think he could have been a strong European champion, not so much an intercontinental. I think – I think he belonged in, like, tag teams, but, like, you have to know that he can't talk. <laughs> like, he's not good at it. So, like, I would put him with, like, another, like – Either somebody who talks a lot, like like a like an Owen, yeah, or you put him with another silent guy and just have them be like the <clears throat> the silent but deadly like team. Like put him with like Steve Blackman, or like, or <clears throat> how about, uh, that's actually a good idea. Or how about this? A really great idea. We'll show off how bodacious he is and have him team up with someone bombastic named like Bob. Bob. Wait, on. <laughs> no, man, that's. And the best them. Them. Yeah. We didn't wrestle them. Me and Bart did. Strike at midnight. We didn't what? wrestle them. We didn't wrestle them. 
Me and Bart did. The greatest shoot interview moment ever when Billy Gunn revealed that Bart Gunn wrestled Bart Gunn. Wasn't that Bob Holly? No, 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 no. Uh, there's a shoot. Okay, so there's a shoot interview with the New Age Outlaws, like after they left WWE before they went to TNA, and the the interviewer asked them like memories on working with New Midnight Express. And he's like, "What? Bob Holly and Bart? Yeah, we didn't work with them. Me and Bart did." <laughs> it's just like they're like first of all yes it, this is on botchamania they're like first of all yes you did and they show clips of the match and he's like and second uh and then they play the clip again he's like bart wrestled himself this match was very long was it it felt long. It felt like it was a hundred years old. Like whole hundred years. It was almost ten minutes. The Undertaker like, King Kong movie match was shorter. I still like this match. I mean, I, I don't mean, think Smoking Gun should have had this much offense against Yoko and Owen. No, but it was more of a showcase for Owen and and Yoko. I yeah, mean, and I can't also, recall a lot of Smoking Gun's offense in this match. Yeah, it's more of like. They get a couple moves in on Owen, and then Yoko comes in and, like, demolishes whoever's in the ring. Then the other guy has to come in and fight Yoko off. Yeah. And, and, also, then, and Yeah, and it just... And you get the Yoko-Owen formula. Yeah. But also, probably, to the best of my recollection, the sickest-looking bonsai drop. Like, it just looks like his ass just crushes... I think uh-huh. a bully he has... Doesn't matter. Like That's why he, I can't he, talk anymore. It just looks like he crushes, but uh, Bart Gunn's throat with the bonsai drop. Yeah, it was and rough. They, and so they get the win, uh, Owen and Yoko. And my favorite thing is, so Owen just runs over, grabs both belts, and he's like jumping up and down, and he's just like, "I did it! I did it! I won! I did it!" And then all of a sudden, he looks at Yoko and is like, "Oh!" Gives him his belt. We did it! We did. It's so great. It's so great. Owens, like, there's a point in the beginning of the match where he and Yoko are going to the corner, and he's interacting with somebody in the crowd, and he goes, uh, he's like, oh, shut up, you love me. (laughs) It's it's great, Owens. Uh, I hate this for that. If he didn't write the stupid, if he didn't write the stupid <clears throat> the rafters thing, it's gonna be interesting because that's gonna be one of the season two Dark Side of the Ring episodes. Yes. Oh no. That's, yeah. It's, <clears throat> and that's it, gonna be a hard one to watch. I haven't and, watched the Chris Benoit one. Yeah. Oh, the Benoit one. Sidebar to anyone listening: uh, Watch Dark Side of the Ring. Watch the first season. You don't have to to watch to be able to appreciate. <clears throat> do i just recommend it because it's great but the season two two opener with uh the story of chris benoit the death of chris benoit it's a must watch if you if you're it's also kind of a must watch period even it's also kind of death of eddie guerrero as well yeah but but it's pivotal because that leads to chris benoit it's 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 a difficult watch at times but it's 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 definitely really good i thought i thought the uh the von eric one was sad oh boy oh oh boy oh dude i can't 
Caitlin gets upset whenever the Von Erichs come. Just by just saying the words Von Eric, and she just looks at me like, Scott, shut up. Yeah. Watch. But, but hey, no, Von no. Eric. See, she just told me. But, uh, I didn't hear it, so I don't believe you. But, uh, well, she mouthed but, it. She has respect. They're all on the Vice YouTube channel, the full episodes, even the Benoit one. Yeah. I do know if you have Verizon, they are they're all available on demand there as yes. well. If you want to watch it on tele, if you have if you have no means to watch internet stuff on your television, you can watch. And you have if you have Comcast, you can watch it that way as well. But the next one is the life and crimes, crimes of New Jack, and I am so now here's the here's my question: Are they going to have natural born killers play the entire documentary? That's <laughs> New Jack. And instead of and instead of cuts to like transition of things, New Jack just hits the camera with a weapon. We almost saw the first appearance of New Jack at WrestleMania 11, though. Allegedly. Because when Vince and Jerry cut to the Stridex blimp, they're so surprised because they thought they saw New Jack about to jump off it. It's New Jack. It's the original gangster New Jack. And then Jerry split. Have you seen a trailer for the for the New Jack uh, episode? Yes. Yeah, they actually play is, play it at the end of the Benoit episode. Is is Cornette in it? Yes, I well, think he Cornette, did. Well, Cornette on experience is like, I the next one's New Jack. I'm gonna tell you now. There's some things I didn't know about New Jack. because he's one of the early guys to book him. Oh yeah, yeah. him and Mustafa. I think Mustafa too. Yep. I think so that's gonna be, be an interesting watch. So. But speaking of, but but the opposite of an interesting watch is this show we're talking about now. And now we get to Wade, our favorite, oh, wait, wait, wait. favorite match, but one of our favorite moments in the history of wrestling. When we talk about funny moments in wrestling, we always bring this up. It's the oh. I Quit match between well, Bob Bob and Mister Bob Backlund. Before that, we get an interview with Bam Bam Bigelow. He does not want to be disrespected and all that. Yeah, my favorite thing, Caitlin got a good laugh on this. It's like, as soon as he says, I refuse to go down as the guy that Lawrence Taylor beat at WrestleMania. And I was like, babe, you know the fucked up part? He's going to go down in history as the man who got beat by Lawrence Taylor at WrestleMania. I still still love Bam Bam, man. Oh, oh God, Bam Bam was so underutilized. And the problem was, like, in money, a million-dollar corporation he was their guy he was like their crown jewel and he's only been there for like a few months you know it felt like the he's month, only been there a few months the million dollar corporation had a whole lot of nothing wait are you saying bam bam was only there a few months he was there for like at least two years was he in uh-huh. wrestlemania 9 or 10 he was in wrestlemania 10 wasn't he Yes, he was with Luna. He was with Luna, yes. His main squeeze, Luna. Okay, so he was there for like a year. And he's like, okay, you're the... That's what, that shows a lot about like the company as a whole. That this big stable, their crown jewel, no offense to Bam Bam Bigelow. It sounds is, like you're about to offend Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, don't, I know he doesn't want to be disrespected. I mean, he's, he's the beast from the east, bro. I know, but like, like they couldn't have got... Oh my god, guys, you should have started a bakery called Beast from the Yeast. Anyway. Awesome. So, the I Quit match uh, has a special referee. Rowdy. Rowdy. Piper, and the crowd goes wild. 
it's and he has like no reason to be there besides the fact that he's Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Loves the Tasmanian Devil for sure. Yeah, I was gonna say I want a reproduction of that shirt. But then again, the '90s are all about Tasmanian Devil and shirts and no fear. Yeah, remember the clothing line? Wasn't that the yeah, one I mean, with the little like laptop guy who was always like? Was that No Fear? You know what I'm talking about? The clothing line from the 90s? When, I mean, you're, telling that, when you're telling me that's all I'm thinking about is like the de- the car decal of the kid pissing? I don't well, think- that's Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, okay. It's a bastardized version of it. Yeah, well, that's still which, a thing. Which, fun, funny enough, became more iconic than the actual cartoon. Like, a lot of people, their first image is him peeing on something and that's really sad <laughs> yeah it is i didn't say it was a good thing so it's Calvin and Hobbes is so good so brett versus backland remember well no, no no it's it's i don't think it's brett versus backland i think it's roddy piper versus what do you say <laughs> what do you say oh my god yeah so what <laughs> So one of the things I noticed in this match is why Piper has a, a microphone with a cable rather than one with a, like a wireless one, like because they were using wireless at the time, so it wasn't like oh there was this new thing. No, I, I feel like Roddy wanted it. I think they were having so many audio issues. They were just like we need just just use a fucking cable. Yeah, uh, I was so surprised that that cable, considering how many times Roddy would just just come in, even when it didn't matter, and go, what do you say? What do you say? Like, I'm surprised he didn't no. trip anybody or tie someone up. Uh, there, I did like when had bread in a hold, and they, he's like, what do you say? And Brett's like, hell no. And Lawler or Vince, I can't remember, was like, whoa. <laughs> like, uh, they were all upset that he said hell. I do appreciate Jerry Lawler trying to have a story with this by saying, like, do you remember who Brett beat WrestleMania 8? Roddy Piper. Yeah, yeah, like planting some seeds of, like, doubt or things nowhere. like that. It goes nowhere, but he tried. Well, yeah, but I mean, like... But he was trying. I'll give him that. He was trying. That's the thing. You, you know, you got to put your little put little things in there because you got to create ideas. You, ha- you don't want people to just think, like, oh, well, I know who's going to win this match. you got to put ideas of, like, other things that could happen. This was the precursor to the I Quit match. This uh, wasn't a good match, Wade. Oh, okay. They say submission match. They but, do, but but it's it's an I quit match because you have to say I quit. It they don't call it, they Scott, don't call it an I quit match. It's an I quit match. But Scott, it's not. It's technically not an I quit match. It's actually a ah 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 match. Yes. So yeah. So they so they go, and it's actually a decent match. Like if you took Brian out of it, it would have been a much better match. This match had like no heat to me. Had nothing for me. See, I'm in. I've always been interested in the feud and the, in the gimmick of Mr. Mr. Backlund. So it, ah, it yeah. had heat with me, but like for me, it was more just like, oh, I know what match this is. Talk to myself. Bret Hart won the world title and had one of the best WrestleMania ma- matches last year at WrestleMania 10. Yeah. And now he's doing this. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, remember, he is dealing with a former world champion. A former like top guy in WWE. Okay, well, I mean he, I mean no, no, no. If you're gonna, no, no, no. You gotta use Bruce Prichard WWE logic on this one. Well, Scott, 
I, I see where you're coming from. No, no, where Bruce was coming from, not me. I agree. But I I'm hate saying, this like, match. I'm using WWE. I told you, I'm using WWE. I hate this match so much. It's so not good. <laughs> Thank you, Thank no, you Joe. I hate this no. match too. No, it's not good in the true sense. But you got to look at it from a so again a so bad it's good perspective. No. No, no, the ending thing, the only ending. No, it's so bad, it's a good match either. It's just bad. Ending. You see how fast bread is? That's how I feel. The ending is. I don't hate this match. I'm sorry. Ending is the best part when he saw the light. That's it. That is literally it. No. What? Backlund, what do you say? Yeah, ah, yeah. I think I think I won't because I think he he tries to say yeah, but it's yeah, yeah. And then he saw the light, and then I don't know. I don't think this match is as bad as people say. But then again, I'm a fan of like I don't know. Like sometimes I can enjoy a non-technical and not like a non-match. Well, the problem you know? is you have Bob Backlund and you have Bret Hart. Two people who are pretty decent at technical matches. Pretty decent? They're great. I know. I'm just saying, like, they're good. They're great at technical matches, and this was not one of them. This wasn't even a brawl. It wasn't. It was just, there was nothing. No substance was, at all. It was a roll around and, like, get each yes. other in a hold. And then say, like, oh, no! Sometimes he's trying to a man for Prince and roll around with a Canadian. Which, by the way... Well, you know what? Frankly, I will. I'll give Bob Backlund credit. He was off his game after Jonathan Taylor Thomas beat him. Yeah, yeah, he was frazzled. He didn't know what to do. But now, I was saying this to Caitlin. Can you recall another wrestler other than Roddy or Roddy Piper, Bob Backlund, who was from Princeton, Minnesota? I, uh, I will say this. I, I mean, think... from Princeton, Minnesota? <clears throat> no, but from Minnesota? Yeah, like. Well, yeah, of course, Minnesota. This is the one WrestleMania where Owen had the better match. Oh yeah. Oh no no no. The Yoko the Yoko the Yoko uh, Owen versus Smoking Guns match was way better than that. Because it was actually it was more of a match. I'm just saying I didn't hate it. Like I just I don't know. I just it wasn't great, but I don't And this is the it. point. This is the point where my brain just checks out. Same like, here. No, same here. When you get to the the when you get to the two main events, yeah, yeah you, I you saw the light. I saw the light, and this is not a good show. Yeah, and the light said something else. Diesel yeah, had a, or something. Diesel did a promo, and he stumbled his words at one point. Oh yeah, he's like, because he can't say retain. He's like, my goal is to re- hold on to this belt. Like he gets angry, like hold on to this. Yeah, he gets really mad that he can't, like, get the words out. And, and Tom Pettengill, I'm surprised he didn't shit his pants when he started yelling. I was. And you know what? I'm, again, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm to say unpopular I'm, I'm opinion. I actually like Todd. I mean, he's fine. A lot of, no, a lot of people hate him. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine, unlike that Brett Backlund match. Remember remember when he was in the crowd with that one football player? And he said, tackle me. Like, Never mind, don't do it. We're on the Diesel-Michaels match now? Yeah, oh, yeah. the most important thing. Who gives a shit about the match? But we find out what happens to Pamela Anderson. Yeah, Thank the whole, yeah, the whole, 
the whole show, they're like, where's Pam Anderson? Where's Pam Anderson? It, it, you know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of, I think it was WrestleMania 4, when, like, Bob Uecker was looking for uh, Vanna White. Yeah. So, like, they're like, because people love that. Let's do it again, but with uh, but with Paul, uh, Pam Anderson. It's like, yeah, no. And Nick Totoro. And, and, like, and I hate that they're like, oh, man, Pamela Anderson is much more, like, beautiful, like, beautiful than choice than jenny mccarthy i'm like they're both no. pretty good gets they're well, pretty at the time at the time until we realize that jenny mccarthy is a shit person well i'm just saying like like between the two like i mean are you did you lose yeah, no, i think, Sha- I, think Sean lose? I don't think sean lost in this either like, i think they both evened out but well, anyway. he did afterwards because diesel ended up with both of them because he'll take them both he's hardcore oh, he's got pyro I love, I love how, like, Diesel kicks Sean out, and then the pyro goes off. He gets Pam, Jenny, and Jonathan Taylor Thomas in the ring. And Nick Turturro. And so Nick Turturro, and they all close with the pyro. So is Diesel fucking everybody? <clears throat> well, there's one thing. In the ring, in the ring, there's, there's okay, so there's, Five people in the ring, right? Two of them have beat Bob Backlund. <laughs> and easy, it, and it, probably, and it's probably short, in a short same, time. And the probably, oh, I was going to say, and probably in the same amount of time, too. Diesel's like, check and mate, Mr. Backlund. So, you know what would have made this even better is if WrestleMania was in Madison Square Garden again instead of Hartford. Then they could say they both beat Bob Backlund in Madison Square garden <clears throat> anyway this, this was the best match of the night by like light years but it's also a, an okay match razor and jarrett was better <clears throat> i'm gonna say yeah, it that match happened the the finish of this match is better than razor jarrett yeah if you took the finish of this and put it on to razor jarrett that would have been like I think people would have would be would still be talking about that match. This it's not, it's, it's a good match. It's a good match. It's it's not their best match. Um, the, one where, the one where Sean beats Diesel is better. Um, but this is, it just goes on way too long. Yeah, it's like it's tr- it's like Triple H's matches now at, at WrestleMania. How they're like. He always has to have the longest match, and it's not, it's <laughs> never, it's never needed. Like, that's the thing. Like, this match didn't need to go as long as it, how long did it go? 20 minutes? I don't, and this I don't, been 15 and would have been fine. Yeah, I don't think it was like an ego thing. I think they were just trying to fill time. Probably, and, they probably had to cut a lot of shit because of the audio issue. <laughs> well, no, like, I think they were just trying to stretch because, like, you do the pose at the end, like, it's all that. Hubla in the beginning, like they they were just like they had so much time to fill, and, and it's a Kevin Nash match. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, and this was before Sean was like, b- before Sean was willing to actually like work with people. Yeah, so Sean and he was gonna win. He was if Sean didn't win, he was gonna he wasn't gonna give you his full. Potential. Yeah, Sean bumps all over the place for him, but it's like how much, like what can you do in like a twenty minute match? Yeah. There was times where I thought this was the Iron Man match. 
it's the Iron Man match of my uh, attention. Yeah. But it's still, compared to the rest of the show, it's still a pretty decent match. Yeah, it's a good match. It's just way too but, long. But if you judge it on world title matches in WrestleMania history, no. I'm going to be real. I think I think they probably, I won't say phoned in, but they probably didn't give it their their all. Probably because they're like, well, fuck it. We, we're the title match. We should be the main event. Probably. And, and, and when you put also look anyone in the click... click you're like, you guys aren't drawing anything anyway, so why would I put you on last? Also, the, the curtain call might have pissed people off. In the, in the office? Yeah, that could but, have done something, too. But, yeah, it's, it's, I bet it's a whole bunch of those factors. Yeah. But, and, and I'm not saying that's what it is. And, I, and honestly, I'm not even saying they shouldn't have felt that way. I, I agree. I agree it should have been the main event. Yeah, I'm, so... I would, but you know, <clears throat> but then you have salt, but you won't have salt and pepper. Uh, I mean, you you could argue that the Bam Bam Lawrence Taylor match drew more money than they did. Yeah, that's true, <clears throat> but it's it's the title. It's a bad year of wrestling, so you just gotta take it. Uh, <laughs> so so they do the whole like salt and pepper. No, they, they, they do the they do the uh the first thing they do they introduce the teams yeah they're in a pile which I got confused I thought the network glitched out and we just it just went back to the Bam Bam Bigelow match or not Bam Bam uh the King Kong Bundy match yeah but then when I saw him running I'm like oh okay this isn't that match and you're like wow you realize like yeah they definitely have no star power when like oh Nikolai Volkov no offense to Nikolai Volkov. No well, offense to him, him, but 1994. Who was, like, their power. And then you had Bigelow. Like, they were, like, the top two guys. I mean, who, who else was in the Million Dollar Corporation? Kama. IRS. IRS. Tatanka. Yeah, Tatanka was there. Kama. And Tatanka was a feather in their cap at first. Hey. Is that because he's a Native American? No, because they don't wear caps. You racist! Don't tell that. Don't say that. I'm kidding. But, um... Yeah, he kind of went nowhere after that. It was like a heel turn that nobody asked for. It's basically... You know, okay. So, I w- when I was listening to uh, Bruce Pritchard's podcast about Ricky Steamboat and how Ricky Steamboat said he wanted to try going heel, and they're like... Dude, go and heal. That could ruin your career. That that could be a, a huge misstep for you. I think you could argue that happened to Tatanka because he never recovered from this. Until okay, so he good. randomly showed up on SmackDown 25 years later. And you know what? I fucking love that. I even said to the man's face, I thought that was a cool story. Why didn't it go anywhere? And he's like, he's like, he's like, well, I glad you liked it i mean i just i pitched it to them and they liked it and then we started doing it and then they were just like no it's like it got over like there were i i i had friends who watched wrestling who would be like dude what are they doing with tatanka this is kind of cool all right so here's the teams they get announced million dollar corporation king kong bondi tatanka irs comma and nikolai volkov with his awesome t-shirt tuxedo where instead of Donald yes. there's Seth. Yes. I uh, want one of those so bad. And Taylor's team was Ken Norton Jr., Chris Spielman, 
Ricky Jackson, Carl Banks, Reggie White, and Steve McMichael. Steve Mongo. McMichael. And then Steelman's the one that did the uh, the taunt of uh, Tatanka. The Tatanka. Tatanka. Whatever. Uh, and then Salt and Pepper come out and they start performing What a Man for Lawrence Taylor. What a Man coming to the ring. Yeah. And then Lawrence Ooh. Taylor's like, fuck yeah. You know, I kind of like Lawrence Taylor's like look for the past, yes. like the the shirt and the way the shorts and like the hot, the tall ass boots. Like, Dudeness is calling as a wrestler. Like, if he would have trained, like he had a great look for wrestling. But the best, but the best. Well, moment, the he didn't. He hardly ever trained for football, and look at what he did. Yeah. The okay. best moment of the match, obviously, before the match even starts, is when Bam Bam comes out and scares scares away Salt and Pepper. <laughs> yeah, I could I could watch that forever. Uh, but the match was a pretty for what they had. It was better than it had any goddamn right yeah. to see. Yeah, there's only like one super like noticeable botch, and like to do I, everything they did, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, like he's one of the highlights of celebrity having matches because he's yeah. an athlete. It's probably the only like good celebrity match. Well, the Stephen Amell stuff was good. Uh, I kind of like the Floyd Mayweather match. Cause oh, no, no, no. I was going to say, until we got Big Show Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. But this was like the, this was like the proto celebrity match. Because, I mean, you had Mr. T in the main event. But remember, he had three other guys. Well, really, more than that. Because you also had uh, Snooka and, uh, and um, Orton on the outside. But he had a lot of guys to, like, make up for. And he could always yeah. tag out Hogan any time. And he had but, a boxing match. But Lawrence Taylor had nobody to tag out to. Like, Mayweather yeah. had no one and, to tag out to. And, and I love, like, him and Bam Bam. Like, it. it's like Bam Bam was the perfect guy for oh, yeah. this match. You and know, I know, like... A and legit I know guy for like at least two months, I think, to get this match. Uh, well, it had to start when they did the angle where he pushes them after the tag tournament. Royal Rumble. So it had to be at least that point. Yeah, and not only that, but like the reason because they didn't announce everything. The reason Pat Patterson was the ma- was the referee is because Lawrence Taylor felt safe with Pat. Like he like he knew if nothing else. Like, if something happened with Bam Bam, not like Bam Bam was going to, like, go into business for himself, but, like, just if something fucked up, like, he knew Pat could, like, get things under control. And, and that's like, why Pat Patterson was the referee. And, like, yeah. you can and, and I'm just saying, like, you combine that with, like, got, like, the guys around the ring who, like, knew what the fuck that they were doing. I mean, that's like, say what you will about their star power or anything like that, but the Million Dollar Corporation did have a lot of guys who knew what the fuck they were doing and knew how to, like, they could, like, work with everybody and just be like, you know, do this. Don't like they were. Everybody was in good hands, and I think that was the a great example of it. Same with a reason why Mayweather and Big Show worked. You ha- he was in good hands with the Big Show. I mean, this is also like the Lawrence Taylor was like a precursor to the Mike Tyson, which was done, which was which did they tried with Lawrence Taylor, like it didn't really work out as in the long run. But Mike Tyson, that like Mike Tyson would do. Well, I don't think they wanted Mike Tyson to wrestle because they were worried he was going to eat the guy and maybe rape him. No, I meant like you know the star power of how like it kind of lit a fire. Yeah, 
Because I'm saying, because yeah. let's say the main event was Mike Tyson versus Shawn Michaels, he was going to fuck until he loved him. I'm not huh. going to say the last word, because that's a bad word. Joe, you know what I'm talking about. I do. Um, but I, I like, I also like um, Taylor, like, selling after the match. Like, it, this is, like, the most exhausted he's ever been. Uh, Joe, yeah. I, I have, uh, from a primary source, and again, that being Bruce Prichard's podcast, that wasn't selling. He was really fucking gassed after <clears throat> that. Well, I bet. I mean, that's not a primary source, Scott. That's a secondary source. No, but he was there. Yeah, but but that also makes him a secondary source. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, he wasn't involved. <laughs> Whatever. A primary source would be Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, if Whatever. you ask him. Well, whatever the fuck. The fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, that wasn't selling. He was legitimately like, like, you know, like on oh. like near empty. Oh, what a man! What a man! But, but it 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 works so well for the match, and it's like it gets over wrestling, and and even when an athlete had come in and beat a wrestler at his own game, but he was an athlete. He was an athlete. He wasn't but like he a still celebrity. Still sells it because he's the you know, a premier athlete from football. Yeah, and, and a lot of football players become wrestlers, so it's not the biggest anomaly for a football player to do to be able to wrestle. It's not like Kevin Federline beating John Cena. That's worse because yeah. he's not a wrestler. I'm just saying, Wahoo McDaniel. He's an athlete. He's not an athlete. Bunks, Ron Simmons, Goldberg, Dusty Rhodes. What? Dusty Rhodes. Dusty played football. Oh, that's right. Dusty did play football. He was with the Funks. And they were all on the same college team. Yeah. Hey, Scott. Um, Fernandez. Scott. Bernanio also played football. The Rock. The Rock did play football. Yeah. yeah. But I don't – I'm not – the only reason I'm not counting The Rock Stone is – Stone Cold did. Be real. Let's be real. He was going to wrestle. Stone Cold was a – I think he was a football player. Only in the longest yard. Tillman. Feldman was a pro football player. He was a Cincinnati Bengal. I found out apparently Bradshaw was a fo- played football. I didn't yep. know that. Brock Lesnar. No, he played football after wrestling. He then he came back. But then he came back. Yeah, he, no, he tried. He didn't. He already didn't. wrestled. It's going from football to wrestling, Wade. Gronkowski. Fuck Ron Gronkowski. <laughs> it's a stupid little strut. Hey, it's Gronkamania. Gronk can eat my donk. Like, the, the, like this was actually a choice. Like actually good. Like, WrestleMania 11. Good, but I don't like him. <clears throat> like, WrestleMania 11, like, it was a choice between this or 27. I'll say I think 11's better. Because, yeah. Maybe because I had that box set, that VHS box set for 1 through 14, and I watched them religiously. When I was yeah. a kid, and so that, that, nostalgia, but 27 had, I don't even know what matches. The main uh, event's all I know. The only thing I know is uh, uh, Cena versus Miz and uh, Undertaker versus Triple H. Yeah. But I think part of it also, Wade, at least for you and I, is the fact that we experienced the <clears throat> suckage of WrestleMania 27 live. We watched it as it happened. Like, we couldn't turn it off. We couldn't fast forward. You know, we 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 got it live. You didn't even this one. We never watched it live. We didn't watch it live. You didn't even have the eye candy that the eleven had. You know, Nicholas Satoro. 
Yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Whoa. Whoa, Scott. Whoa. What? He he's Whoa. older than me. I can say that. Not then. He was older than me then. I can say it. This is getting weird. Yeah, it's I don't like weird. this. It's only weird because you're making it weird. Well, I'll say this. WrestleMania 11 will have a bigger attendance. We talked about the attendance. I'll have a bigger attendance than 36. Yeah, we get more listeners each week than WrestleMania 36. <laughs> so, you know, at least there's that. Episode to one. Um, we'll, we'll, we're definitely going to watch it. We're definitely going to discuss it on oh. the show. Um, we're going to do our, well, we're going to do our best to discuss it. We'll probably do it in parts. So we'll probably do night one on, cause we record on Sundays. Yeah. We'll record our review of night one Sunday and then upload that, uh, during the week. And then next week we'll, rec- we'll review night two. Um, so that's how we're going to, we're going to, one is it the shits. No, even if it is the shits, we're going to do it. Because so many people are dropping off. Like, I heard Edge and Kevin Owens dropped off. They, and that might and be like, because they're Canadian. Yeah. <clears throat> but also, <laughs> yeah. you think. Well, like Miz think, and Roman like, Reigns. They're probably not going to have two nights, if we're being real. I still understand why we don't have the Hall of Fame. Because they can't gather everyone together. That's true. It's still a gathering. That's true. Fuck. Of juggalos. Well, I heard that like the idea they have an idea for WrestleMania 36 where they're gonna have like you know Twitch streams have like uh, the webcam showings. Yeah. Of people on webcams. They're thinking about that. That's a bad idea, I think. You're gonna have someone be like, see I'm punk, see I'm punk. I don't know. I I, I I will say, I I think I'm more interested in WrestleMania now than I was before. Because I, I really just want to know what they're going to do. WrestleMania 36, man, the original card was really fucking cool. You had the pirate theme, which is really fucking cool. And now they just, they're not going to have it anymore. Man, the thing is, is because they revealed the pirate thing during WrestleMania 35. If you'd have told us watching WrestleMania 35, the WrestleMania 36 was going to be a bunch of pre-taped matches and live from the Performance Center. I'd have told you to kiss my fucking ass. But holy shit, what a difference a year makes. And WrestleMania 37 is going to be in Hollywood. That's the theme, Hollywood. Because they've never done that before. Dude, I can't... WrestleMania, WrestleMania 37 can't come soon enough. Because it'll be yeah. 37. 37 WrestleManias. In a row? <laughs> hey, try not to have a WrestleMania in the parking lot. Hey, you! Get back here! But yeah, so uh, so yeah, so yeah, keep an eye out for that, because I believe WrestleMania is this weekend. Right? This Saturday and Sunday. Is it? It's the fifth and sixth. So yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, uh, no, fourth and fifth. Yeah, yeah, fourth and fifth, sorry. All right, so yeah, so uh, yeah, so so keep your eyes peeled for next week. We're going to review night one, and then the following week we're going to review night two. Um, if we decide to change it up and maybe do a, a post-show up, you know, review, we'll do that, but I highly doubt it. I just want to throw it out there in case it's a possibility. So yeah, so that's going to be our main stuff for ne- we'll the next call week. It. 
Because every WrestleMania we do like the symbol or whatever. Yeah, uh, you know you have WrestleMania Floor de Lee, you have uh, WrestleMania Star, Play Button. This year we're gonna have WrestleMania Arg. Uh, I thought we were gonna call it WrestleMania Face Mask and Toilet Paper. I mean, the problem is. Paper. <laughs> well, there's no edge, so it can't be like the rated ARG WrestleMania. Oh my god, could you imagine if he came with a pirate gimmick and he was the rated ARG superstar? Dude, I could imagine Paul Birchall showing up. Just wow, as a really? guest appearance. As a guest appearance as the pirate. That'd be cool, right? He, he should be the host. After um, everything he went through. <laughs> Paul Birchall, the pirate. pirate, not the incest, not the incest. Paul Birchall, the pirate. Paul Birchall. Paul Birchall was such a bad idea. We thought but it was he, a good idea. But he had cool tights. Yeah. That's about it. Ripper. If anything, the Ripper was the best version. What is your favorite Paul Birchall uh, incarnation? Let us know on social media at MintConditionMCP on Twitter. Mickendish Productions on Instagram or Facebook.com slash Mickendish Productions. Yeah, and, and and if you want, you can tell you can tell Wade and I's band about that as well. MeteorKing.bandcamp.com. You can find our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Reverb Nation, SoundCloud. All the links to our social media are on there. Um you also can get uh, digital music on there while you're at it. So after you tell us your favorite Paul Birchall, you can get some digital music or you can order some physical merch. You can order CDs, T-shirts, pins, patches. We got all that on there. Um, as far as shows, uh, I'm not going to be doing any show updates for right now because I'm pretty sure our next show in April is going to get canceled. But if it doesn't, April 17th, at the Depot in Baltimore, Meteor King will be playing unless it gets canceled. But as of now, we're still on. Right, so, now, right now, the next two shows, the Depot show and the New York show, are in question because New York is getting bombed with coronavirus right now. So, But that show's in May, so I don't know how that's going to turn out. But right now, New York is uh, not looking good. Yeah, so if there was ever a time to keep tabs on Meteor King, or Minkadish for that matter, but mostly Meteor King in this plug, uh, if there was ever a time to keep up with our Facebook and our Instagram, now is the time because when you, we will, you will find out sooner there than you will on this show. So yes. follow it, keep tabs on, on what the goings on with not only us, but the band as well. Joe, what you got? We're, we're also on YouTube at youtube.com slash Productions. Uh, go there. That's our channel. Got all kinds of stuff on there. Criterion Connections, shorts, all kinds of videos for your viewing pleasure. Like the videos you like. Dislike the ones you don't. Leave a comment. Share them. Definitely subscribe. And watch them. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so that's going to wrap it up for our our tribute to WrestleMania 11. Hope you enjoyed it more than we enjoyed watching the show itself. Uh, but we'll be back, as I said, for our review of night one of WrestleMania 36. So uh, stay tuned. Until next time, everybody, I'm Scott the Bot Savage along with... Wade Wade. And... Joe. Reminding you, as always, to keep it clean. Keep it sweet. But most importantly, you got to keep it. Men, Men and Dish. Men and Dish.